Oh, cool. All right, guys, welcome back to another uh, podcast um, episode of the uh, Struggling Hunters. We got uh, me, Joe Imes, and we got Eric Clear out there in Colorado. Um, How y'all doing? <laughs> uh, I thought, you know, we're, we're here back together again, um, talking about a uh, previous turkey hunt and how the weekend went, uh, what, you know, what we have coming up in the future, um, what to look forward to in the next couple of weeks and then a couple months. But uh, anyways, I, I want to say though, too, thanks for those of you that have watched our episodes so far. It's been kind of fun to uh, watch the little view marks, the view tick marks that grow, get bigger. And uh, well, <laughs> we can, we can get on and look to see what countries and whatnot, um, or what countries are listening to us. And uh, we noticed that we had one clear out there in Germany. Uh, I was going to look up how to say hi in Germany, but uh, <laughs> anyways, if you're still listening, that's cool. Keep it up. <laughs> um, we really appreciate that. We're, we're technically worldwide now. Yeah. <laughs> it feels good. <laughs> it's kind of fun. It's kind of cool. Um, but, uh, but with that being said, uh, we'll get going on some of the little talk, talk points that we have here today um, one of them is you know turkey season i just got done here in colorado and got done out there in uh, sorry here in utah where i am man <laughs> and out in colorado for eric just this last uh the end of the month and uh, i ended up i was able to go uh went out just uh saturday morning um so hunting above above bountiful it gets kind of busy like crowded people go up there ride their dirt bikes and uh their razors and four wheelers and whatnot and a lot of people go up there to camp um and i've kind of found this i wanted to go down this ridge and try to hunt this other area that um, i was getting into the end of last week and uh and as i went to uh, when i came upon the area that i was going to hunt I noticed that there's people camping there and they're camping like right on the trailhead. Like it was a trail going down this ridge and, you know, being public land, like I wasn't, you know, I was kind of irritated, but just, but not, and I I didn't know if I should just walk through their camp, middle of their camp down this trail to go out to go Turkey hunting. So I almost, I always feel like when I go out hunting, there's always some little reason like, I'm done. I'm just, I'm going to leave. I'm going home. I'm not putting up with this anymore. (laughs) But uh, I decided to push through that thought. And I knew of another little trail that I could uh, dive off the road at. I've had some trail cameras off on it, come across some moose a couple times. So I went down that and uh, as a, in a, as I did come across some uh, turkey poop. So that's the freshest and some of it was still pretty green. It wasn't steamy, but it was at least green. Didn't look dried out. Huh. And, uh, so then I just started um, working my way up and down the ridge that, that it was on. Um, I didn't. So I went up, worked the call a little bit, didn't have anything answered back, turned around, went back down set up this in this little spot, did a little turkey, some little turkey calls. Um, 
And I swear that I could hear the turkeys like kind of starting to chirp. Uh, you know, they, I didn't hear any gobbles or any anything that was like, oh yeah, that's for sure a turkey. But there was a lot of a uh, lot of songbirds. Um, you know, a lot a lot of birds that were out just chirping and singing. And so, trying to decipher all those and tune those out and paying attention to uh, the little chirps or the little clucks or whatever they call it, the turkeys make. I think they kind of just talk to each other. I swear that's what, what I was hearing, but I couldn't get them to come in to me. And so that was the end of my hunt. Um, that was a good year, but were you able to get out this last week, Eric? No, I wasn't. Um, like you said, though, I, I had a pretty good year turkey hunting. Uh, first year really pushing to go after turkeys. Never really done it before. And so this year, being my first year doing it, it definitely made me pretty addicted to it as far as, um, you know, I definitely i am going to do the fall turkey hunt, and then next spring I'll do a turkey hunt. And, uh, you know, I, I really liked it. So, so I'm definitely addicted to it as far as that, but this weekend I didn't get out to it. Uh, Saturday had a, um, had a baby shower for my, for my wife and me, uh, you know, our kids about to come in a couple weeks actually. So, so yeah, getting ready for that. And, uh, yeah, so we were so busy doing that Saturday and then, I just, I couldn't get out to the woods Saturday. And then Sunday I had to get our last week's podcast going. And, um, long story short, I had some technical difficulties and it pretty much took me all day to get things loaded up and edited and everything through the, through the podcast. So I was, I, I was going to try to go Sunday afternoon, you know, for the last day and for the last few moments and try to go out and, and get a Turkey. But simply just 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 didn't happen couldn't happen this this uh last weekend so so i didn't get out and uh get anything uh kind of disappointed about it but uh you know i feel like i learned a lot this year about turkeys i feel like i learned a lot about just turkey hunting in general and so next year you know i'll, I'll hit it with a little more uh knowledge a little more wisdom and uh hopefully you know take take this this uh turkeys take a turkey next year and and um not get skunked <laughs> so, so here's a question for you yeah um so it's kind of twofold uh two parts i guess what did you expect the turkey hunt to be this year being that you know like not being out on one before or on your own how whatever anyways so how did you what were you expecting expecting turkey hunting to be and then how did turkey hunting end up for you or what would you what was my takeaway yeah um my expectation at the beginning of the season whenever i bought my tags or license rather um was that I was going to be taking pictures for the gram with my new turkey uh, didn't happen. And my takeaway is, is uh, 
I I underestimated turkey hunting altogether, I, and and I think I think um, I think that was why I never really got into it in the past because I was like, oh, it's kind of easy, right? Like, I mean, I see turkeys all the time, you know. <laughs> um, but when you're out there hunting for them and trying to get, I mean, they're there's some sneaky little birds and, uh, and it's a lot harder than, than, than I really ever put credit toward. And, and, and which is good though. I mean, I, I'm glad, I'm glad that it, cause you know, if it would have been too easy, then I don't know, maybe I wouldn't have fell for it as much. Uh, so my takeaway that I'm going to actually take into next year is um, whenever I see a t- turkey, I'm going to try to try to take a middle note if I see a turkey throughout the year, I'm going to try to take a mental note of where those are. So I maybe have an idea of, uh, you know, where I can go next year instead of trying to find my, you know, cause this year I did a lot of scouting, if you will. Like, I mean, just trying to figure out where to go, where the turkeys may be. Hopefully I run into one. Hopefully I hear one. Um, you know, I mean, it, I was doing a lot of scouting cause I mean, I really had no, insight from anybody else that was like hey you know go to this ridge or go here i just trying to figure it out on my own so so do I, you, uh, you think this that going through that though too maybe helps you uh maybe to pose certain questions in a certain way or you know to know what questions to ask another turkey hunter uh you know if, if that opportunity comes up to talk to someone that maybe knows what they're doing or yeah yeah i'm gonna ask them where the little turds are (laughs) that's my biggest question (laughs) where do you find those dang things man (laughs) you you go ahead well i was gonna say i i know that you had more luck um as far as you know i felt like you had more activity i i never really got any activity the only time i got activity was on private property in the middle of the day of work, but I go out on the public lands and try to find those things. And, and I, I just, I just had no luck. And, and uh, so, you know, it's been kind of interesting uh, talking to people um, about Turkey hunting. Like some people, you're like, Oh, I don't know. I'm sure there's truth to some of it because I feel like everyone has a, uh an experience and so it's almost you know in a way it's like wearing your lucky game socks you know mm-hmm. like oh uh, I, I won because I wore my my game socks so it's you know people like I've heard are like oh you want to make sure not wear red or you know make sure your hands are covered and you know and then I'm sure there's truth to some things you know that's one of the things that for me is trying to get get through that of like okay what is it you know that what is the truth of turkey hunting you know um some you know trying to be quiet when i'm going out some you know like say that the they hear really great that you know like you don't want to make too much noise on your way out and announce yourself that you're i mean you don't want to do that hunting anyways but uh you know i think that's one if you know but you know where where is where all that lies into what you really got to do to be a better turkey hunter is you know kind of a trick a bag of tricks for yourself too, you know, finding those lucky socks or, you know, your lucky coin or your lucky, lucky shotgun or, or knife, yeah. whatever. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. Well, so two thoughts on that, like uh, you kind of made me, made me think of whenever it comes to uh, turkey hunting in general. So next year 
you know, most of my stuff. So I started looking, looking at all my camo stuff and I kind of had to throw a few things together and put some stuff together. I didn't have like a nice uh, spring uh, pair of gloves, you know, that I could wear. I mean, most of my gloves are like kind of more for the later hunt season for uh, elk and deer. And uh, so, yeah, I didn't really have like gloves or anything. And, and um, so next year I'll probably, I'll probably like throughout the year, I'll probably get a few more things like that uh, to help quote unquote cover myself a little better or whatnot. Um, but with you saying that though, it is kind of hard to comprehend that, you know, you're like, you're like really a turkey can see your hand. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, it, it's hard to, uh, for, for a first time turkey hunter, it's hard to, uh, it's hard to believe that, or, or I, I don't know. It's just, I mean, when you go hunt elk and deer, they say, you know, Oh, it doesn't matter. You know, you have the bright orange on and it doesn't matter for the elk and deer. And then you go for this little tiny bird. I mean, it's one of the biggest birds in North America, but still it's a bird. And well, they're like, a- Oh, their eyesight is so on point that they can see your hands. And you're like, well, that doesn't make sense, but it it is what it is. So. Right. Well, that's like, you know, like my takeaway this year. So like going into the hunt, I, I didn't know quite what to expect. Like, so I went down to the Richfield area down here in Utah with my little sister. She actually got a turkey and uh, we kind of piggybacked her and went on to where the area that she went hunting at. And we heard tons of gobbles. We saw one hen that I almost shot thinking it was a, a little Jake. But, <laughs> um, but I didn't, luckily. But then hunting up here, like you know, I've I've uh, I've seen turkeys in the area, and but during the, I heard I, looking back, it was probably someone just gobbling at me. Um, I don't know that it was an actual turkey, but it could have been. But anyways, um, but you know, so my takeaway, what I'm going to work on for next year, is. Uh, is I want to pick up a crow call and I want to pick up a, like a, an actual gobble call, you know, like, uh, and then I want to pick up a decoy as well. I feel like, like this year sitting in the stand on the, on this last Saturday hearing what I think, what I'm going to say was turkeys. Um, I feel like if I would have had a turkey or a decoy, um, I could have maybe had more of an opportunity because I'm sure they, I, they probably saw me and I didn't see them, you know, that's why they probably didn't come in. Uh, for, that's just me creating my own hypothesis. Um, but, you know, just talking to other hunters and trying to decipher what they, you know, they're saying, you know, I feel like those, those are the two things or, you know, like getting or three things is a gobble crow call and a decoy. And then I'm going to throw in, my own little thing is kind of make up my own little blind out of uh burlap sacks or something, try to come up with some little uh, lightweight uh, blind that I can just throw on my little pack and um, take it with me. I don't think, I don't want to make it too cumbersome. You know, I don't want to pack a, a, a room on my back, you know, as I'm going through the woods, but anyway, that's kind of like my takeaway this year. I, 
I had a great time. You know, it was fun getting out there in the woods and trying to have a turkey, but turkeys won this year and hopefully not next year. I'm going to come back, hopefully a better hunter. Yeah, for sure. I, You know, speaking of that, uh, the other thing, the other takeaway that I'm pretty grateful for is uh, it got me out in the woods a little bit earlier this year. Um, you know, usually I'm not thinking about camping until maybe mid-June or you know, July, something like that, you know, and then deer season or elk season, deer season, start thinking about it a little bit more in August or whatever, you know, maybe do a couple scout trips or something like that. Um, but turkey season definitely got me out there a little bit earlier, which was, which was nice. I'm glad, I'm glad that it, you know, gave me a reason to get out there in the woods a little bit earlier. So, uh, I, 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 that's a pretty positive takeaway for me as far as, uh, you know, I'm pretty proud of it to just, like I said, just experience the woods a little bit more, learn more about the woods and so on and so forth. Uh, one other thing that uh, I want to talk about, I, I think I was going to bring it up in a couple of podca- a couple podcasts ago, but I was, uh, it was whenever I was out uh, camping a few weeks ago, I was listening to some podcasts while we, you know, had time to kill. And, uh, I was listening to the wired to hunt guys or with Mark Kenyon. And, uh, he, he was talking and, and I, I feel bad cause the, the, this thought just came to me. I, if I would have thought about talking about it, I would have researched who the guy was, but he had a couple guests on and, uh, they were talking about their Turkey hunt. And the guy said, yeah, you know, I went out there like opening morning or whatever. And I think he said he was kind of on private property, but, uh, he said that his his door to his Ford pickup, like even whenever you try to shut them quietly, they kind of shut loud. Yeah, and uh, uh, I don't know what this has to do with anything necessarily, but but he's like, I shut that door, and like right away there was gobbles all around him, <laughs> and he's like, you know, so and he kind of used that as his locator, kind of figured out where they were or whatever, and. And went after him, and he and he he was kind of talking about how easy his his turkey hunt was, and he's like, you know, uh, I was excited to get my turkey so fast, but then at the same time, I was kind of disappointed that I got it so fast because it was kind of an easy, easy year or whatnot. But but uh, he said that, and I was like, I was like, man, you know, you just never know. Like, I mean, you could go out there with all the tactic tactical, um, you know, gear and 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 all the right stuff, and not really run into anything or. Or you could just shut your Ford pickup door and get so your turkey in the first Ford? day. I think it's only it's Ford's only. <laughs> so I'm, 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 I'm only saying that because I'm driving a Ford now. So oh, are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not necessarily my choice. Uh, you know, uh, it's my work pickup. But <laughs> hey, it's, I guess it's a work pickup. So better try that out. I'll take that Ford out there and close the door. And I'm, sla- I'm slamming my door everywhere I go now. <laughs> Is that the new uh, Lucky Socks? <laughs> yeah, that's my Lucky Sock. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, well, that, I just thought that was kind of crazy. I was going to talk about that a couple podcasts ago, and then I completely forgot about it or whatnot. But I just thought that was pretty crazy that he shut his door and and those things just started gobbling at them. And well, with that being said, I want I hope whoever's listening, if you uh, 
if if you'll put in a little comment or something of something you did that like you know it doesn't necessarily necessarily have to be uh turkey hunting but like any type of hunting you did something and you know you found out where the turkeys were or you know the buck jumped up or um i don't know just just something you did that you didn't expect would uh would give you success <laughs> leave, a, yeah. leave a comment i think that'll be kind of fun to hear yeah for sure uh i think that's that's a great idea sorry i was just writing a writing a note down you made me think of something so <laughs> glad to hear you think yeah, it does ha it does happen every once in a while. I'm trying to trying to get a little bit better, make some show notes during the during the podcast so so I can remember where, where we're going and what we're doing. <laughs> trying to take this podcast thing a little more serious, you know. Yeah. Um well, you know, I mean I, I don't think we have rules rules necessarily, but we have uh you know the fact jack segment oh yeah and since it's kind of the end of the turkey season we just got done with our turkey uh turkey conversation turkey weekend and all that stuff um maybe i'll just get the fact jack out of the way real quick so the fact jack is uh about turkey um and just a few quick facts about them uh turkeys can fly in short bursts uh, up to 50 miles per hour and uh, like to sleep in trees and stay clear of predators. Uh, male turkeys do gobbles and puff up to attract a mate. And females chirp and cluck to communicate. And that is a fact, Jack. <laughs> so. That sounds I, like, sounds I, like a couple well, good facts. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of embarrassing to say, but, uh, I didn't know whenever, before we start, I started hunting turkey this year. Um, I was trying to do some research and I kind of, I did know that before I started hunting, but uh, the gobbles, chirps and chucks, clucks. Uh, so the gobbles are, are male thing. And, and I didn't know that. I thought, I thought just all the turkeys made the same noises, if you mm -hmm. will. But the gobbles are from the male turkeys and the, the chirps and the chucks. So mostly what we do with our mouth reads or our, our calls are we're basically pretending to be females. So. Right. No, so that's, I think like, you know what I was saying about the turkeys I heard that, that, that I just heard was hearing those little clucks or something. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, like if I was hearing it, I'm, I'm going to say I heard it. So that way, like, <laughs> I feel like I had some success, but <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I was probably just playing all in my head. My head is just making it up, but yeah, 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 for sure. So, well, I think that's uh, gonna wrap it up for the for the turkey season. I think it kind of helped us uh, come up with some good content for the last few uh, podcast episodes that we've done, and and uh, you know, it's kind of sad that it's all over with because that was kind of my go to was to talk about my turkey hunt so now now we're gonna have to come up with other things to to open open up the podcast with but but uh with that said though a couple exciting things going on here in colorado is um the second chance draw is coming up okay wait second chance so what is what do you what's the second chance draw is that like so they've already had one round of draws 
Yeah, so they had their they had their primary draw. And so the second chance, I'm really banking on the second chance because <laughs> I I uh, I really messed up with the prime. I thought the primary was was later on in the in the year. I thought I can't remember even whenever it it opened up to to put in for your preference points and stuff, but uh I thought it was a little bit later and then by the time I looked it up it was about the time I was going to get my turkey tag and I'm like, "Oh yeah, I need to figure out when the when the primary draw is." so I can get in on that. And then uh, I found out that it was over with that, that uh, <laughs> the primary already happened. So I was like, Oh man, you know, that really, that really blows. So um, the second chance draw is basically your second chance to try to get in there. Um, some of the primary guys that didn't draw for their special unit or something, you know, like that's their second chance to try to get it. Another thing is I was listening to another podcast and um he was he he had an episode about about the second draw and uh the, they were saying that it kind of leans more toward youth so like the youth um whatever they put in for they'll probably get it before adults will so you know i, I the biggest thing that i want to draw for is just a um to be able to get a muley and I'm still going to do over the counter, uh, second season elk in my unit. So I'm not too worried about the elk part or, or any real major like special hunts anywhere. I'm still kind of trying to build up my preference points. I just want to draw for, for a mule buck. And so, uh, so I'm hoping I get something in the second chance draw, but, but that is kind of a, a downside is, is the, uh, I mean, it's, it's not a downside. It's a great thing for, for the youth because it helps them get into, to, uh, you know, hunting and stuff and get, you know, gives them a chance to get, you know, um, a hunt of a lifetime or whatnot. So I'm really, I'm really happy for that, but selfishly, I'm like, well, hopefully I get something in the second chance. And (laughs) if I don't, then I definitely learned my lesson for not paying more attention and, and knowing when the primary opened up and, and, uh, getting in there at least you still have an opportunity though like you know for forgetting to <laughs> for, to watch when those dates were you know like at least you still have an opportunity to put in for for one of the hunts yeah and then um if worse comes to worse i can't remember the technical name for it but you know there's there's people that when it gets a little closer to the whatever hunting season is uh-huh. there's some people that that you know drew out uh, you know, plan on going hunting and then, you know, something happens in their life or, or whatever the case may be. And they can't, they can't, uh, you know, go, go on that hunt. Um, They have this other deal toward like August or like later August or something. I have to do a little more research, but, uh, but it's kind of like a third chance sort of, basically people that can't fulfill their, 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 their tag or whatnot, they'll turn their tag back in and then it's kind of like opens up again for, uh, for, for another chance to hunt. But I think you have to go, I think you have to go to, to like, a um, to, uh, uh, parks and wildlife office and, 
figure all that out. You might be able to do it online. I'm like I said, I'll have to do a little more research. I probably, I probably should have done that before I started the podcast, but I didn't even think about talking about that part of it. But so what I'm trying to say though, is there's, there's actually almost three opportunities to try to get three different application periods for you to put in for. Exactly. Exactly. So, which is kind of cool. So hopefully, hopefully I can just draw what I want to draw for us for, for, the second chance draw and, and go from there, but we'll see how, how it plays out. Yeah. Well, it's like uh, for here in Utah, they got um, the antlerless permit um, draw going on now till the 18th of uh, June that um, I'm going to put in for that for a doe tag. I got a neighbor down the road that we've been talking to hunting and, you know, sharing stories and he was, you know, he was wanting to do a, a, a hunt together. So I think we're going to put in for that to see, hopefully we draw out. Um, I think it'll be kind of fun. I've never, you know, I've never done uh, an antlerless hunt besides, you know, like a doe hunt. I've, you know, I think growing up in Idaho, we had the opportunity with the tag that we had to hunt either a buck or a doe because the only reason I know that is because <laughs> the first deer that I shot, I thought was a doe and, uh, it turned out to be a little spike buck, <laughs> but I, uh, wasn't a good hunter and didn't under, didn't read the regulations during the time I was hunting. And I, growing up, everyone was always like, Oh, I got my buck tag, you know? And so you just assume you're hunting for a buck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At least, you know, in the Nevada where my, my dad and my uncles were hunting. But, uh, yeah. And so when I was 12, found out I can hunt a doe. So I went hunting the next morning and came across a group of does, <laughs> pulled up on one that stood broadside long enough and fired a shot and it walked up to it and it had a little, little spikes on it. <laughs> really? Yeah. So I, I had a similar story. Um, I don't, it wasn't my first doe, uh, but, uh, I had a similar story where uh, that happened to me. I there was this there was this doe that well what I thought was a doe up on the side of the hill and took my shot, cleanest shot I ever made, man. I bullet went right through it. It you know jumped up, fell right down, didn't move. It was it was dead right away, right. So I was like, yeah, man, perfect shot. So excited about it. Walk up there, start to check it out. <laughs> And I noticed the thing had balls. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, what, what happened here? <laughs> like, I thought it was just a good sized doe up on the hill. And then, and then the other thing, it, it didn't, it, it wasn't as big as I thought, like the way it was setting up on the hillside, or maybe I was just antsy to get an animal. I don't know what the deal was, but I was pretty young. I was probably a teenager. And, and, uh, so, you know, I was just excited to try to get something, but, but whenever I, what memory serves is as I was so excited about, I was like, Oh, that's pretty good sized dough. And I walk up to it and I'm like, it's not really that big. And then, like I said, I saw his balls and I was like, and it's not a hurry. And then I felt it up on its head. I felt like little nubs. There wasn't even spikes that were coming out. It was just like some nubs. 
and uh yeah so i had i had kind of a similar experience as you but uh yeah it was that was crazy i kind of i kind of felt bad about it too to be honest with you because i felt bad i mean because it was a it was a buck man it could have been it might have been a trophy buck like in a few more years you know but right and so i, I don't know that i just had a hard time had a hard time with that one just because i was like i, was, I just kind of felt bad about killing well <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to stay away from it but i I'm, the, i'll just say it is that i used to say that i that i literally shot bambi because <laughs> that's what it felt like and i kind of kind of made me feel bad man <laughs> so Oh, shit. don't judge me don't judge me we all make mistakes <laughs> oh man <laughs> yeah so so uh is that only in certain areas that that draw that doe draw yeah it's not like it doesn't cover as much of the state as i kind of thought it did it has its own little certain areas in the state and it's a different, uh, let me, was it a different time? Of, oh, a different time of year too, huh? Or maybe? Uh, I guess don't quote me on that. I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> we really probably need to take some time out and read I, the regulations. Well, the thing is, like, I thought I knew, but, like, I hate, like, I get get in here and I just start thinking of it and I start overthinking. And, and yeah, I, I don't. I do the same thing because you're afraid. Because for me, I'm like, I'm like, I don't want to say the wrong thing. And then there's that guy that's like, you know, and, and, you I'm know, and, you out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So you're like, well, maybe, maybe I, maybe I shouldn't say it. Cause I don't want to make a overstatement and then have a bunch of blowback. So I, I feel, or I don't know. That's what I, that's what I think sometimes whenever I start thinking about that, cause I was going to say in, in our state of Colorado, as far as I know, maybe it's only certain units too. And, and I could be wrong about this, but I want to say that uh, we don't, we we're as far as I know that we don't, we're not able to shoot does at all. It's pretty much buck only draw and everything's a draw, which is different than Idaho too. I, I sometimes I just wish, I wish that that Colorado would just adopt the, the Idaho I don't know how much of Idaho is really over the counter anymore. I feel like they're starting to move into where everything's draw too, huh? I think so. I yeah. need to get I need to get better about the draw myself because I feel like eventually Colorado's going to just try to do draws on everything. There won't be a such thing as over the counter eventually, and I could be wrong about that, but I don't know. I've you you just never know. So true. <laughs> but yeah so it's i mean this year is i'm kind of excited for the rest of the year because you know i mean i i mean i you know with turkey hunting being over it got it gets me you know looking forward to um spending a little bit more time scouting oh well, now that um utah you know, i know where i'm hunting i can for for the deer i can start doing some scouting for that on the weekends, you know, I got a little bit of a drive, but you know, possible is possible. It's doable. Um, <laughs> then the elk hunt coming up too, you know, so it's got to start scouting for that. Um, yeah. So it's, I think 
Sorry, I just was sitting there thinking the one area that I was hunting for elk last year. I don't have a my deer tag's not in the same area, but I think I can hunt elk in the same area that I'm going to hunt deer at this year. Oh, nice. That that that's the same thing that I'm hoping to go after too. Is where I can. Kind of my goal is is hunt for elk, have a have a mule a deer tag. Uh, happen to stumble into a deer, take the deer, and still continue elk hunting. You know that that that's my goal. So, so I'm I'm hoping that I have that same opportunity where I can draw out of the same unit and pretty much same thing. So, yeah. So that's gonna be. I mean, that's gonna be kind. That's kind of fun, kind of exciting, too. You know, like with this doe hunt coming up, I'm kind of fun. I think in a way too to 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 do that hunt to do something just a little bit different than i have been yeah 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 i i mean i don't know that's the that's the thing about uh about doing this podcast and and really immersing ourselves in 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 all of that is is you know all trying to look for opportunities uh to help kind of bring up content and uh you know, I I mean, if we weren't doing the podcast, well, I can't remember if we started the podcast before or after the tur- the turkey season, but before before I probably wouldn't have gotten my turkey tag. I mean, I probably would have just let another year go by. But we started the podcast, and I just wanted to have something to talk about and make some content. So you know, I got my turkey tag and got into it, and and here we are. So. So it's kind of nice for that, you know, kind of, kind of forces you to get out there and, and, uh, experience the woods a little bit more. And, you know, hopefully like next year we'll kind of pay a little more attention to the regulations whenever we talk about them and, and, uh, be a little more precise of what we're talking about. And, uh, yeah, but I mean, I think this podcast has been kind of a, a positive for that reason though, is cause we've, we've talked about all this stuff a lot more than probably we normally would. Right. And that's kind of like, you know, like along those lines, like just being able to sit down and talk with you about hunting and whatnot, you know, like uh, usually when you sit down to talk about it with someone like you're sometimes it's at a gas station or, you know, you just happen to bump into them. How was your season? Oh, mine was great. How was, you know, have any luck? Yeah, I did. You get like a watered down version of the actual hunt. Or, you know, if someone is giving you some information, you know, it's, it's it may not be, may not, may not be able to unload everything to you because, you know, of time strength, of time restraints. And then the other thing too is, re, uh, is talking back, you know, get, you know, what we've learned and what we need to learn, you know, for me, at least if I, if I have something to bounce stuff off of, I, I'm, I'm more than likely going to remember it and, not only remember it, but do it, do what I've been, you know, told to, uh, to what tactics to change in my hunting, you know, like, Oh, on that note, one of the things though, I need to be a more persistent hunter. Like I found, that, you Me know, too. Like, like I'll more than likely take the, Oh, it's three o'clock in the afternoon. I'm going to head home, you know, or, you know, I feel like I want to, I want to do better about making sure 
you know, that I'm almost spending more time out in the woods than back at camp. Yeah. I, I, uh, I have that same thought too. Um, I've been kind of racking my head about that too, going, you know, how, how can I be more successful with these elk on public lands? And I mean, a lot of it is, is, is uh, trying to be out there when other guys aren't, you know, when, when, when other guys are like, let's head back to camp, there's nothing out here. I'm still out there trying to, trying to get my elk and uh, you know, just, just like you said, like being more persistent um, and, and really kind of keeping the goal in, in, in front of, of my, my mind, you know, keeping, knowing why I'm out there, understanding why I'm out there and, and not trying to talk myself out of it. Cause it's easy to do, you know, you get For bored, sure. you're out there, you're not running into anything. You're getting a little hot, whatever, you know, you're like, Hey man, I got, I got a bag of Doritos at the <laughs> camp you know, we can go there and eat that, you know, <laughs> and, and you start talking yourself out of basically being out there in the woods and you start, Oh, there's nothing out here anyway. Right. And, uh, and then the hunt season's over. I feel like the last couple of years, you know, kind of drive away last couple of years. Well, anyways, like me and you, like we're driving away and, uh, I'm looking back going, ah, kind of wish we would have hit it a little harder, you know, like yeah. kind of feeling bad about it. So. Right. And I feel um, like, you know, like is in a way, like I, <laughs> I kind of consider myself a decent hunter, you know, like I'll go out and spend all day at times, but at the same time, on the flip side, you know, like I, I, I want to go back and hang out at camp, you know, like relax a little bit. And I think there's kind of a stigma there in a way, you know, you know, people listening and, you know, other, you know, like back in the day, you know, your grandfather, your dad, and, you know, it kind of was going to hunting camp and a time to be away from the wife and family, you know, like it's, it was your, your time to do whatever you wanted. And you, you know, there's an excuse to get away. And that's not necessarily, you know, why I want to go out in the woods to hunt, you know, like I want to, you know, I, 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 I'd like to relax, but at the same time, like I, I, I want to be successful. I want to, you know, I want to get an animal out, you know, I, and it's kind of twofold too, you know, I get to be out in the woods and I like the meat, you know, I like the, the quarry. I like the, the food. I like, you know, I, I know where my food come from. I know what, pretty much what it's been eaten. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a really good point. And I agree a hundred percent. I mean, I think, think a lot of, uh, a lot of, for a lot of people out there, you know, the style of hunting you do is, is what you learn from your old man, your grandpa, your uncles, whoever you went hunting with the most. And, uh, you know, you tend to do that as an adult or whatnot. And, and, uh, sometimes though, you know, it's not the right way because, you know, they, they were, they weren't going to hunting camp. It was, it was party camp, you know, uh, my, my old man, you know, he, he could tie one on and, uh, it was more, he was more concerned about getting, opening up a bottle of whiskey than he was, uh, packing out a elk and, uh, you know, I, I don't know. So 
me growing up though, you know, I wasn't, I'm not so, so uh, worried about bottle of whiskey. I, I do want to get the elk and stuff, but it's hard to break habits though, you know, cause that's just kind of the way you're raised is get back to camp and hang out or, you know, and even though you kind of know that you might be leaving something out in the, out in the, out in the woods. Cause you know, growing up, like, I guess what I'm breaking it down a little bit more growing up, you know, sun would come up so much or whatever. And, and, uh, sun would come up so much and, and, you know, your mentor or whoever you were with your old man, whoever, uh, you know, I'd tell you, ah, there's nothing out here. You know, it's dead time now, you know, it's nothing going on and you just go back to camp. So then, you know, you become an adult, you're hunting yourself, the sun comes up and you don't know why you're saying it. You're just starting to say, ah, it's dead time, time to go back to camp. <laughs> but is it though? I mean, you know what I mean? Like maybe right. you should be hanging out there a little longer and, so you're right. I, I, I like that you brought that up because like I said, every year I just, I, I feel like every year I get better and better as a hunter. You know um, I mean, I know me and you, we we've hunted together the last few years, been able to to accomplish that. And I mean, we're hiking, we're, we're putting in the work for sure, but there's always that like little, little thing going, Hmm. I wonder if we would have maybe walked another half mile. I wonder if we would have stayed out another hour I wonder if we would have went out an hour earlier, it, you know, all these little adjustments, you know, I always kind of break that down whenever we're leaving hunting camp and we don't have anything in the back of the pickup. I'm like, ah, maybe we could have done this, that, and the other, you know? And right. so That's I definitely, I definitely want to want to focus on that, you know, just like we're out there for a reason. Let's, let's, let's do it. You know, let's, yeah. let's get with it. That's, you know, like, that's one thing has been thinking about, you know, the hunts and it's hard too. Cause like the people I hunt with are like the people I want to hang out with too, you know, like, <laughs> it, so <laughs> it's, I mean, it's great to get to hunt with people that you like. And at the same time, like you can, I'm, you, you know, we're guilty of it. We'll sit there and talk for a little bit longer or not, you're either not going out hunting when we should, or we're not paying attention as much as we should yeah yeah you know at the end of the day i think you've said it before too you know you're having a good time you know it's you, you don't fully regret it but you know like for you but you kind of regret it because you're like well i could have done a little harder you know yeah yeah but that but that is you know that's another good point that you're bringing up though is it's about being out there with your buddies and it's about you know having that time and and uh connecting with your buddies, learn, learning, you know, learning together, learning, learning off of each other. Um, I mean, it, the whole experience, you know, if, if hunting was a complete solo thing, it, I don't think it'd be as fun for me. I mean, of course I want to do some of those hunts, like try them out and stuff, but, but man, I, I don't know. I love being with my buddies. I love, I love, you know, I love going out with you every year. I mean, it's kind of a tradition that, that we just started a few years ago and, and, you know, we're still trying to work out the kinks cause I, I haven't repaid the favor and got out to Utah yet, but um, you know, it's something that, that I'm excited to, to start doing it or, you know, keep doing and, and, uh, and, you know, do more of it though. And uh, you know, I love it. I mean, we've been friends since we were, we were kids and I just love, 
I just love going out there and hanging out with you and, and, uh, hunting together. And, you know, we're, we're both, um, we both have the same passion. We're aligned with the same passion. And, and so it makes it real easy to hang out and, and, uh, you know, kind of have the common goal. True. And I think, I think for both of us, you know, I, I kind of get the same bug as you, even though I haven't been able to get out there with you yet, hopefully this year I do. But, um, there, there's something to be said, just, just like going out and helping your buddy, you know, like I'm excited, I'm excited to go out there and, and, uh, you know, try to lay out some bugles or whatever during your, your bow hunt, if you allow me. <laughs> it's more if your wife allows you. <laughs> well, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I was talking about the bugling part cause I don't know if you trust me enough yet or not, <laughs> but yeah, no, my, my wife does play a major role in that cause if she don't she let me, it's, it's going to be a little tricky this year with, with the new baby and stuff, but uh, I'm sure, I'm sure she'll be okay with it. She <laughs> might even be like, get out of here. Hopefully. <laughs> Not true. Uh. Hopefully for my sake, hopefully <laughs> I'll just start getting really annoying around August. Right. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I sure can't stand him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> excuse me yeah yeah she'll uh she'll be that, that might be the game to play i gotta stop telling all my secrets on the podcast but that'll be the game to play though is just be like yeah just get in her face and be be all up on her she'll be like you need to go hunting or something with joe <laughs> deal see you later right <laughs> oh. <laughs> truck's loaded i'm gone <laughs> yeah the next uh the next thing that she'll she'll hear is the the the, the tires squealing out of the driveway <laughs> <laughs> make sure your phone's turned off <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that's a good point <laughs> i won't have service <laughs> right for the whole weekend <laughs> no but no i'm sure i'm sure we'll we'll be okay though i'm sure i'm sure uh sure i can be i'll be able to get out there for a weekend or something in august so i'm pretty excited about it but yeah so am i i'm i'm every year it was kind of funny though like for me not funny but it was you know once the turkey season went went ended up you know back of my head was like all right deer and elk now you know it's kind of like yeah <laughs> got that still <laughs> yeah yeah for sure i i'm kind of the same way as far as um well i kind of want to focus a little more attention towards some horn hunting um i tried to do a little bit of it while i was turkey hunting but didn't really uh didn't really do like that hard or anything i was obviously there for turkey so but I was like, oh, I'd be kind of cool if I stumbled across some horns somewhere. So true. So I kind of maybe I might try to do that in the next couple of weeks or so. I mean, I don't know. It's going to be tough. Like I said, I mean, getting ready to have a baby here soon. So I don't know how much getting out I'm going to be able to do, but I'll try to do what I can. Uh, I do have, I, I am kind of excited though to go fishing. Uh, so I might be trying to do that too here this summer, you know, just whenever I can get out. I don't know if I'll be able to do as much as I'm hoping to, but. So uh, you have to go a long ways to, uh, to do fishing. Like, can you fish fairly close to home or are you, you like an hour or two drive to go fishing? 
Yeah, there's a few like there's a few ponds in town here that you can go to. Um but I kind of like to get out in the woods. I I want to do more. I never did too much of this ever is uh kind of you know those those lakes that are you know you have to hike to there's no roadway. I kind of want to do a few more of those. Yeah. I never really did too much of that growing up and kind of regret it, you know. Yeah, well we have a couple here in Utah up Mirror Lake Highway. There's a couple I guess supposedly some good good lakes that you can hike up into, you know, like it's a some of them are close to as a mile and you can I think go clear up to like 10 miles or 20 miles, you know, just to that's I think that sounds like I think that sounds fun too. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the nice thing is is uh some people some people are a lot there's not going to be as many people out there too i mean once you throw hiking into it you know it's kind of a lot of people kind of veer the other way if you will so right i got a story on that but i'll share it another time <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah a little <laughs> backpack fishing trip that uh got a little inter- well it wasn't it got interesting we we'll say i got a little scared <laughs> oh i think i know what story you're talking about i don't think i've shared it yet on the podcast i don't think you have either you told me about it last hunting camp i know exactly what you're talking yeah. about now so when we well, get better topic on it i'll share that one <laughs> yeah i like that yeah let's uh let's save that one sorry folks <laughs> you're gonna have to wait <laughs> But it's a good story, though. It's a crazy story, actually. We keep we keep like dropping all these hints. We're gonna talk ourselves into telling it here in a minute, right? I know. It's like, well, might as well tell it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, let's let's uh, unless you want to tell it, do you want to tell it? No, I, I want to save it. Okay, let's save it. Um, let's go into um, this some. Um, I mean, we've kind of talked about this a few times, but uh, to go into it again is, is like for me, I'm always looking for the newest, brightest thing out there, you know, anything that'll give me an advantage for hunting. But, uh, you know, something that I want to relay out there is, is uh, man, you know, there's stuff that me and Joe have that we've had for 10 plus years that we still take out hunting, like as far as clothes or, or a layer, you know, uh, I mean, I have, I have uh, some layers that are bulky. They're no fun to hunt in necessarily as far as hiking or anything, but whenever you're cold, they work. Uh, do they work as good as the latest gear out there? No, they don't, but they work. And I, I don't know, like that's just something, you know, if you're a newer hunter or I don't know, you know, just go out there with what you got. And over time, I mean, this is what me and Joe do. Cause me and Joe rock on a budget all the time. <laughs> and you know, we, I mean, we just try to update every year, you know, I go out there and I go, okay, what do I really want for next year more than anything else? And then I try to get those, those few things. I love the newest gadgets. And one of these days I'm, I'm you know, hopefully I'm, I'm rocking the latest and greatest newest lightest gear out there. And, the problem is those that by the time I buy all this stuff, they'll have something else that's brand new and better. And I'll be like, Oh man, I missed it. <laughs> I bought it too early. I bought this stuff too early. It's old now. I need something new. <laughs> but, uh, 
you know, it's the way it goes. And, and I mean, I don't know, I'm, you know, it's just kind of where it is. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely all about new stuff and wanting the latest and greatest. I get the pressure, man. I love, I love to buy new stuff for myself. I love to buy new hunting stuff for myself for sure, but I can't always afford everything that, uh, that, uh, you know, is out there. And so, you know, I deal with, I deal with it. And like I said, I mean, there's stuff that me and Joe have had for 10 plus years, but there's probably something I'm, I know I have some stuff in my hunting tote that I've had since high school and I still carry with me. I might not use it as much, but I still carry it with me. Well, like even on that note though, too, like I'll, I'll throw it out there that some of the stuff I take out that I, you know, as backup even for hunting camp is, uh, is used stuff like stuff that I've found at a yard sale or a thrift store that, you know, it's not that I'm going to use it every day or it's more typically that stuff for me is geared more for, uh, for cold weather um mm-hmm. so that way you know like if i come come across a snowstorm i need some um higher boots for deeper snow like you know i can put those on and still go hunting um but you know like that's 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 my budget it, is it the newest and greatest no do i want it yeah the newest and greatest but in a day i have the it gives me the opportunity to uh still go out yeah yeah, you're not spending all your money on the gear and then you can't afford to pay for gas to go out to the woods. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, uh no, it's just something, you know, uh I mean, I think about all the time, you know, I just I, I mean if you love being out in the woods, you're gonna you're gonna be out there with no matter what you got. And so you know like on the, so as far as gadgets go, like one so as archery one of the things that I don't, I haven't quite decided if I'll ever go, but I would like to try is that you can, you know, you can range your target and then you can dial in uh, your shot distance on your site. And then that, it, and then that pin is where, wherever you're the distance you dial in. I know what you're talking about. I've seen I that mean, before. I don't know that I necessarily want one of those, but I, I think it'll be fun to like play around with to see if I'd want something like that. It sounds like a neat little gadget that would probably work. Right. But I don't, but it's one of those things that, you know, I don't quite know how to try it out to see how much I would like it or if I, you know, if I would like it or wouldn't like it. And then one of the things going around too is I'd like to try, have you seen where you can have your phone talk to your scope? So, or your range finder, so you can like range something. And then the range finder talks to your scope and tells you how far that shot is and it makes all those adjustments for you. Oh, I haven't seen that yet, but that sounds like a pretty cool gadget that I kind of want. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's not legal to hunt with in every state. I don't know what all the states are, but like, that was one thing I saw going around. I think it looks kind of cool. You know, I definitely, I wouldn't mind trying, trying that out either. Yeah, I would really love, uh yeah, I want to get one of those uh cell phone gadgets for spotting scope. Just that 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 sounds like a little more high tech one or whatnot, but I I know they have the ones or maybe it is I, I guess haven't looked into it that much, but uh I've seen it on some of the, the hunting shows where they have their cell phone hooked up to their spotting scope and they're just looking at their phone. Uh-huh. 
instead of looking through the eyeglass, I, I kind of want to get one of those mounts. Yeah, phone scope. But that, but what you're talking about though, sounds that sounds like a little more high tech deal, yeah. right? Yeah, like that. It, it, your your scope on your rifle and the rangefinder communicate. Oh, I gotcha. Really? Yeah. God, I wonder how much that costs. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> so that's, <laughs> that sounds cool though. It does. Like I'd like wouldn't mind trying that out sometime either. Just seeing what you know. Does that does it make me a five hundred yard shooter? You know, or a yeah yard shooter? Can I shoot that far? Yeah, yeah, it makes you wonder, huh? Yeah, I man, I really like that idea. Huh? Got me thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get one of those. We we got to figure out a way to get one of those. Maybe we should uh, start a GoFundMe. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> Just good. Playing. <laughs> Just playing, folks. Don't. We're not asking for a GoFundMe. We just want your support. <laughs> Give us likes and comments. Yeah. But. Unless you really want to give us a GoFundMe, then <laughs> put it down in the comments. Right. <laughs> we'll see. See what happens. No, I man, I yeah, I didn't know that. I have to look into that whenever we, uh, whenever I get some time or something, I have to research that. Do you know what it's called, or is it just something kind of? I don't remember what it was called or who made oh. it. I can't remember who made it. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. I guess you know whenever I think of gadgets, I never really. For me, it's more like my rifle. You know, I want to update my rifle. I want to update um my scope. I guess. I mean, I I don't have a bad scope. I had to buy a new scope last year, so. Right. I I had, so to the audience that doesn't know, like, I had to I had to buy a new scope last year at the day before hunt season. This is kind of what uh, you've talked about in the past about like working on your truck before you go out hunting. Cause you know, the alternator goes out or something. Literally this happened with my, with my, my rifle. I went out, I've had this scope for one, the scope was given to me for one. And uh, I just threw it on my rifle and uh, it's been a good scope. Like it wasn't a bad scope and I just kind of kept using it thinking, Oh, one of these days I'll upgrade that scope and, and do something with it, you know, but, but I, at the time, like the scope that I had was just fine, worked just fine. Go out target practicing and uh, get my, get my rifle all sighted in. And I mean, it was, it was the, well, it was obviously the last shot, but I had it, I had it zeroed in. And then I took a, I took like two more shots to just make sure that it was fairly zeroed in, right? Decently zeroed in. And the very last shot, all of a sudden my scope just like blew up, like blurry. I couldn't see through it. And I sitting there messing with my power going, Oh man, my power must be off or something, you know, like messing with it, messing with it. And it was just gone. Huh? This is the day before hunt season. <laughs> Did I tell you this story? Yeah. Okay. So, this is the day before hunt season and 
I mean, I, you know, it's already kind of getting a little bit later. I had enough time to go get a new scope and, and bring it back out there and zero it in again. But the second time that I went out there, I, it was a lot quicker. So I was kind of, it was kind of a hope and a prayer that like everything was zeroed in and dialed in just fine for the hunt season. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so my scope just like got all blurry, blew out on me. And, and there I was, I was like, I'm, I have to go buy a new scope. I have to, I, I can't go up there without a scope. So I had to run down and I went and got a vortex, uh, what do they call it? Crossfire two or something like that. Uh, with, uh, I can't remember what the BDE or BDC, uh, sites. I think it's BDC has the crosshairs with the little lines to kind of help you for distance. Yeah. But anyway, so I got that scope and, and so far from what I've tested it out, tested it out with it. I really like the scope. It's, it's going to do the trick for me and everything, but uh, yeah, that was kind of a crazy, crazy experience. So I couldn't believe that the, that last shot, you know, I was like, all right, I'm going to call her a day. My gun's good and zeroed. And then the scope just blew out on me. And I was like, yeah, I think what the you heck? texted me and I was like, Hey, uh, can I maybe borrow your rifle? <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I almost did that. I almost did that, but I, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It was kind of like one of those things where I'm like, well, at least I get a new scope out of the deal. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was kind of a, uh, emotional purchase. Right. <laughs> so oh, man, I have to buy a new scope. Uh, dang it. Yeah. Yeah. Yucks. <laughs> yeah. The wife was feeling sorry for me. I was <laughs> trying to play it up. I was playing it up a little bit. <laughs> so, Sorry, hon. <laughs> but I was. I was playing it up, making it sound like it was a – well, it is dramatic. I mean, what would I have done? Actually, I mean, like if you – because you were coming up, but what would I have done if, you know, if you weren't coming up and I didn't have – I mean, I had to buy a new scope, really. Right, true. There was no – I know you offered me your gun, but I was like, well, I haven't shot his gun. You know, I'd feel weird. And, you know, I'm a little more used to my gun. So I was like, I'd rather just get a new scope. Plus, like I said, I got a new scope out of the deal. So I can't True. complain. True. <laughs> so, yeah, but so that kind of stuff happens. And sometimes you're forced to get new gadgets. But, yeah, I think every year, man, we get we get new gadgets every year. I know I do. I, I need to get better. You were talking about the – um secondhand stores and going in there and sometimes come across something pretty nice for, for hunting purposes. And I'm, I'm bad about that. I never go in there. I never go. I never think about that. I need to get better about going in there and looking for some hunting stuff. Cause you have that one vest, I think that you said that you got. Yeah. And I really, I was like, man, that's a really nice vest <laughs> for a secondhand store. So heck yeah. <laughs> that, no, it was a good, it was a really good pickup. That's a really good get. I think I only paid a couple bucks for it too, like a buck fifty or two dollars. So yeah, and so that was so yeah. I got that from a thrift store, and I think I've hunted in that for six years, seven years. Yeah, that's such a good get. <laughs> I'm kind of jealous because I remember you telling me the story about that too, and you were like, "Yeah, I only paid a couple bucks for it," and I'm like, "What?" I'm like, "Man." 
But whenever it comes down to it, I'm looking up all the websites that, you know, the same, same vest or the same, not necessarily the same vest, but uh, the same type of vest, if you will, costs like a couple. and that's what I that's what I look for you know but I need to probably go to the second hand store and try to get the the cheaper stuff for sure heck yeah no that's whatever you want to do whatever you know that's I think that's the end of the day whatever keeps you hunting whatever you know you're willing and want to work towards you know whatever your efforts go towards that's bottom line yeah yeah i mean that's really what it's about and that's kind of why we brought it up was just you know to help you guys give you guys ideas of where to get your stuff or or you know don't pressure yourself on the fact that you don't have the fanciest of the fanciest stuff right now just get it over time i mean i'm always chasing something new and you know it's just the way it is and i I, i'm always like man it'll be nice whenever one of these years I'm not spending all this money on trying to get the nicest gear and I'm just actually going out hunting. But, uh, you know, speaking of that though, um, so like some of my mid layers and base layers, you know, they have like camo print, you can get them in camo print or kind of a, like mostly for mid layer I'll say, but, um, or you can get them in like a solid color and stuff. Uh, that's something that I've been kind of looking at going, you know what? I think I'll do more of a solid color that way I can kind of like for the mid layer specifically, um, I can, you know, wear it outside of just hunting, you know, yeah. Kind of get a little more use out of it that way. So So you don't look like the big old camouflage dude going down the the sidewalk. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. You know, that was kind of, that's kind of funny you say that because, uh, like getting all camoed out and and everything for turkey season and you know like i i kind of felt like a few people looked at me kind of funny like what's this guy doing you know not realizing that it's like turkey you know it's obviously people that don't really hunt and they're like right. it's springtime why is he all camoed out well i was like <laughs> I, like for me as i was like walking you know hiking back up to the road and getting on the road and walking back to my truck you know i'm carrying my butt pad and I got my fanny pack on and like my shotgun I'm carrying over my shoulder and now people are driving by and like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> I have yeah. no, no clue if they know if it's hunting season or not, you know, but like their four wheelers are going by. I think there's even a couple uh people running, you know, like there's three people that passed me that they're running. I'm just camouflaged out in the shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. that's really funny that yeah i I can only imagine what they were thinking right i same thing kind of happened to me a little bit i mean a little differently but yeah same thing for the most part kind of happened to me where i felt like people were looking at me kind of funny like what's this guy doing in all that camo who's he trying to be (laughs) right trying to hide yeah trying to hide can you 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 can see me really (laughs) take it take it back people can see me (laughs) i kind of i kind of did that to uh to a lady at the at the grocery store uh me and carter were getting ready to go turkey hunting in the morning or is the gas station rather and this lady that works there she was like putting some stuff away and we're right behind her 
and uh, she like started to get up and looked at us and kind of like kind of startled her right and and I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I was like, we weren't trying to scare you. But I was like, at least I know the camo works. <laughs> Got a little laugh out of it. <laughs> Me and my little corny jokes. <laughs> but it was kind of funny. So, yeah. But you want to call her a podcast? I think that we've done a yeah. pretty good job this this podcast. Yeah, I covered what I wanted to cover today. Yeah, I think I covered everything I wanted to cover too. Let me double check. Yeah, I did. (laughs) (laughs) Gold star for Eric. Yeah, yeah. See, taking notes works out a lot better, man. I need to get better about that instead of trying to riff off the top of the dome all the time. (laughs) You don't want to do that too much. You might not have dome left. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, it's gets scary sometimes. <laughs> uh, well, guys, uh, I really appreciate you guys listening in. Uh, I mean, we're eight, eight episodes in, and, and uh, you know, Joe and I, we can tell that uh, we've, we're getting a little bit of traction, and, and it feels pretty darn good. It feels pretty darn good to, to uh, get a little, little bit of traction and get some support, you know. Um, all we can ask is, is – you know, if you're on YouTube, leave a comment, leave a like. Uh, if you're listening to us on the podcast, uh, try to leave a five star uh, or leave five stars. And if you're feeling up to it, leave, leave a comment of some sort on there if you can. I know on Apple Podcasts you can do that. I don't know if you can do that on some of the other platforms. But also find us on Facebook. It's the Struggling Hunters on Facebook. Uh, also find us on the struggling hunters on Instagram, which it, do we still need to do some work on Instagram? I haven't checked in a while uh, as far as like getting pictures and stuff up there. I think I forgot to upload some from this weekend's hunt. I'll, I know I did on Facebook, but I didn't put any onto uh, Instagram. Okay. Well, so we're, yeah, we're still kind of getting all that stuff, all the kinks worked out on that stuff, but you know, get engaged with us, especially if you've listened to us this long. You obviously like us a little bit. So, you know, help us help get engaged with us. And, uh, and you know, the one thing is, is, I mean, what's making all this possible right now is, is the support that the growth that we're getting and, and the support that you guys are giving us. It's really awesome. Very excited about it. You know, thanks. Thanks for listening to the struggling hunters. I appreciate you. And uh, Joe, I'll let you sign off. Yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, it's been fun. Hopefully, you guys enjoy listening to us as much as uh, we enjoy talking to each other. Um, again, uh, put the, make sure to leave a comment on what type. If you ever thought you screwed a hunt up or uh, did something that caused you to be successful or find something, but uh, yeah, give us a like, and we'll you know we're gonna keep this up. And uh, here's to many more. Yeah, for sure. One more thought. I just got to get this out this next week after listening to this podcast and you're going this long, try to do something great every day. Be great. We love you guys. Thanks. Peace. We're out. Have a good one. Uh, Are you done recording?